Hey everyone, and welcome to Screws After Midnight. <laughs> I'm Peter that. Um, <laughs> and we talk about horror movies on this show. Uh, and that opening there for the video people, the audio people didn't see a thing. But for the video people, mm-hmm. I was in a little joke because I was showing my desktop because we're talking about Unfriended, Dark Web, the sequel mm-hmm. to Unfriended, which is, takes place entirely on a computer screen, although it's a filthy Mac. Not a, not Ooh, a, yeah. not, not a proper computer screen. Um mm-hmm. I say that. Uh, I'm not being that serious. Don't don't get angry and send messages about how much you love Max. It's okay. We can all have different things. Uh, but yeah, so good have it in Freddy Dark Web. We'll start spoiler free, as we always do, and we will warn you before we go into spoilers somewhere in the middle. Um, so I think first things first, just to briefly recap our feelings on the first mm-hmm. Unfriended, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think we both expected it to suck, just based mm-hmm. on the premise. We thought, oh, this is stupid. This won't be very good. And then we were both pleasantly surprised that it was actually quite a smart little movie. Uh, yeah, I actually, yeah, I think pleasantly surprised is the best way to put it. Uh, I think anytime something sounds a little too gimmicky, it's you mm-hmm. know you, you you can't really you don't really get too excited for it. You just kind of assume that it's not going to be that great. It's uh, so I, I think you know two big things is like uh, it's like ah, it sounds gimmicky and also like. Uh, kind of mentioned it before when we were talking about like Slenderman, but like you know, just internet stuff doesn't really do much for me. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, I, I don't, I don't think it's like you can't, you know, have spooky stuff on the internet or whatever. But we've just seen a lot of really bad <laughs> examples with it. A lot of bad uh, examples. A friend request, being yeah. another one that. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> really upsets my upsets my cam. Um. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like you said, though, pleasant surprise. I enjoyed the first one quite a bit. Yeah, as, as did I. Um, outside of like, the last five seconds where I had to do the bullshit jump scare at the end, mm-hmm. like the movie was quite impressive because it it did a lot of things without saying anything. It just you you watch this computer screen and you see them like click on different things. You see things being like sort of put together by like Google searches by, and it, it helped that it had real Facebook, real Twitter, real mm-hmm. Skype, all these things. Um, and it it built a story and. It was effective. It was effective because it was like, okay, there's someone mysterious on the Skype call. How do you know? How do we deal with that? And it, like, mm-hmm. for the most part, it was really effective. And it it, it it was all these little slice of life things. I think people who have never used a computer or have never used these these types of programs may not get the same thing out of it. But I think if you're used to using, like, say, Facebook Messenger, and you're used to like seeing the person type something, but then it goes away, and you're like, oh god, what are they going to say? You when it's like a really <laughs> you're waiting for like an answer to yeah. a really important question, but they're like not answering quick enough, like. All those little slice of life moments, it did really well with using all that. Uh, I guess so. I didn't think about it before, but it would be interesting to watch, like you know, someone in their seventies or something watching these movies. <laughs> <laughs> A seventy-year-old reacts to unfriended. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of the things that I said though after I saw the first one and liked it quite a bit uh, was that I don't really think it needs to be copied, and I don't really think we need a sequel. Sure. You know, I don't really need someone else to try this. It was getting it was it was a it was someone executing and using what the idea was to almost perfection for what what that idea could be, and we can just leave it at that. Um. So, but naturally, it did fairly well. Uh, for its budget, and we've got in friendly dark web, and I feel like um I was expecting this to suck again, just because well they can't mm-hmm. do this twice. They can't they can't make it work a second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but amusingly, the the critical reception when the mm-hmm. movie was released a few months ago was oddly positive and yeah. i was like huh have they done it again what <laughs> you know like have they done something different have they made it work different in a different way that adds to it in terms of a sequel you know how, how are we dealing with this um 
so so I was curious to jump in and uh, the, the the core premise difference in this one and I appreciate that it starts off kind of differently in that you can tell immediately that whoever's using this laptop stole the laptop it's not their laptop because mm-hmm. they're trying to like get the password right and it's not working mm-hmm. um, and then from there the actual threat is very different to the first movie because the first movie was the ghost of this teenager that, that everyone in the Skype call had, had in some way been responsible for her her depression for her demise and uh, mm-hmm. this one's very different it's the idea that this laptop that was stolen has ties to like some shady characters who use the dark web to do shady things mm-hmm. and it's sort of going down that rabbit hole that leads to the danger and what's going on uh, so that's the basic gist of it i won't say anything else i feel like anything else beyond that plot wise would be mm-hmm. spoilerville so i'm going to keep <laughs> that until spoilers uh, but i shall ask the question tim did you yeah. enjoy mm-hmm. unfriended dark web uh, yeah, I was actually pretty, um, I don't know if I want to say blown away, but I really, <laughs> really, <laughs> I, I really dug this. I like, uh, cause yeah, with the first one that, you know, I think, you know, like we said, you know, I was pleasantly surprised, but I still didn't think it was like the best movie ever. Like they did really good with that concept. Uh, but I still thought it was just like, you know, good to okay kind of movie. This I thought was great though. Like I, you know, um, it, you know, it still has the gimmick of everything on screen, but I, I just found it more compelling. I liked the characters a thousand times more than the characters in the first movie. Um, I think maybe that's one of the big differences here is I actually cared about the characters. I thought they were interesting and had personalities. Whereas like, you know, the last movie, they just were all kind of annoying teenagers where like, uh, you know, there's one annoying guy in this movie, but you know, even him, like I found, you know, more enjoyable to watch than the kind of annoying guy from the last movie. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's uh, that's fair. The characters... It was one of the sort of things where they were kind of annoying in the last movie, but they were annoying in a very believable way for what they were. Oh, sure. You know, like, yeah. it felt authentic that they were that annoying. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I-, I liked it too. It's our way of saying young people suck. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, no, I liked this too, and I think... Um, I do have some critiques. Um, mm-hmm. Like, th- there was points where the, the, the overall premise went a bit too far and predictable for me in a couple of cases. Okay. Um and but I, what... I would say like it's uh I would say it, it you know strung me along pretty well like uh, I never really felt you know bored at any point and I was like really getting into you know wanting to find out what happens and you oh, know, sure, learning yeah. more about what's going on so I, I I thought they did a good job like building the suspense and stuff I think there was a point where I just I knew how it was going to end like I knew what the the final revelation was going oh, to be yeah and it kinda, yeah I kind of like... assumed that. A little yeah. Bit, yeah, and it took the wind out of it a little bit because it, it took away a little bit of the mysterious of it, you know, from, from the first say half of the movie, uh, when it was 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 more interesting. Um, because one of the things I liked about the first one is that the way that you found out more about the main character who was using the computer because of who like like hard like pausing something and going to Google something or searching something. Um, or going to type something and deleting it, you'd actually learn a lot about her through her actions on the computer, and the other people wouldn't see it. And that that, that felt like we were closer to it, like we like we understood her on this That's level that was true. different. Um, and this this plays with that in a different way, but it, it plays it in a way where the main character has to hide what's happening on his end, at least for a set amount of time, because of the threat of the the the. the well, it's, it's weird to say the villain necessarily, but just the the, <laughs> the 
the the the force that is going well, against the, the characters. Well, and like a, I mean, part of the premise is like you said, he stole this laptop, and let's just say the person that owns it finds out and wants to get it back from him. Yeah, um, and it's it's interesting because it it plays with this idea because. I'll save this for spoilers, but there's a, there's a neat little trick that plays upon how we're watching the movie in the first place um, that I, I, I think is kind of smart. But I... Mm-hmm. No, I was mostly into it. I, I mostly liked the characters. I mostly um, dug how it used the, 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 the new elements, the idea that this is a stolen laptop, the idea that there's, there's hackers involved this time kind of like messing with things, the idea that there's... Because this is—I don't think it's actually that weird to say that this one is uh, is not supernatural in any way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first movie had like a ghost type kind of thing going on. This one doesn't have that at all. It is purely—I um, don't want to say realistic necessarily, but it's, it's purely <laughs> yeah. um, suppo- at least supposed to be like actual world things that could be happening. That's and potentially, um, which. Admittedly, if you're someone who knows a lot about computers, you may have a problem with that because it might feel more far-fetched because of what they're mm-hmm. they're, they're doing and, and claiming can happen and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is a fair point to bring up, uh, if that's how you feel. But um, so for the most part, I was into it. I was into it. I, I, think, uh, I think it's better than the first one, probably, but it, it lacks the, uh, the surprise factor the first one had. I remember seeing the first one and being sure. like... Um, it had this spark of like creativity because it was completely new and original for for yep. what it was. Uh, whereas this one, it was doing some similar things here or there. But I appreciated how it evolved the concept by saying, "No, this time it's someone else's laptop, and that's going to, you know, that's where the mystery is coming from." As opposed to, oh, there's just a ghost on the internet," <laughs> which is which is was fine yeah. in the first one. It worked, but yeah, and like it brings in some, you know, like real life stuff to like um. Like one uh, something that happens to one character is you know uh, something that you hear about like online that's like kind of mm. uh, like a very shitty thing. Uh, but yeah, I guess save that for spoilers. But like you know, there's stuff like that. Just like you know, the whole idea of like uh, you know the dark web and like Bitcoin and these kind of things that you know you hear about. Uh, I like that it's like incorporating these um, you know elements. Uh, and, and like you said, yeah, this is like all stuff that we didn't see in the first one and kind of new grounds to explore. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that the threat was a completely different thing in this one. The the the, yeah. the thing that is carrying over from the first one is just the how it's shown. It's the it's a computer screen and it's a Skype call. Mm-hmm. Beyond that is it's yeah. mostly different stuff. Yeah, is there a uh, is there a term for this yet cuz it's not found footage? Uh, yeah. cause it's like it's happening in real time yeah that's that's the debate here because I, I think um you I, I think you would class it with found footage because it is just yeah. a camera feed essentially or a, a screen seems feed. Like, but it's they seem like they're related but it seems like it's it should have its own little subcategory or something yeah um i don't know i don't know what you call it because it it's funny because it's unique to computers you couldn't do this with anything else yeah and uh, I would say, like, you know, I'm kind of if if they want to make like a, a film series out of this, like, you know, I, I don't need one every year or whatever. But, you know, every now and again, if they have like an original, unique idea, like I'm kind of game like I like that. Yeah, this is completely different from the first one. So, you know, if they do make more, I would be interested to see, you know, what they can do. But obviously you, know, you want to have like a unique idea that separates it enough from a the other ones but i'd be down to see more of these 
Yeah, I, I I would be down for it as well, actually. If, if, they, if they keep coming up with different things and different ways to incorporate it, then sure, whatever. Yeah. My skepticism has yeah. been left at the door because they've proved yeah. me wrong twice now. Because yeah. I, I think, like you said before, uh, when I heard they're doing a sequel, I was like rolling my eyes like, all right, what is, uh, you know, uh, are we going to have like characters that were that knew the people from the first one and or something that's going to have like the same ghost or whatever come back that, you know, just would have been a huge mistake. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I was actually just looking up the uh, the original title for the first movie to see if it was a better fit because I was thinking there that if we're going to do this where everything's like a, almost a different premise, then the name yeah. Unfriended actually doesn't really apply to this movie. Not really. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, uh, what was it? My uh, <laughs> my wife was saying by the end or something like, oh, well, I guess like he's losing friends in it, kind of. <laughs> so, like Something like that. Like I'm like, okay, sure. Because the original title of the first movie was Cybernatural, which I really liked, actually. But even, okay. but even that wouldn't necessarily fit for this movie because it's not supernatural. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a little bit like a 90s Wildstorm character, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a cat uh, force, forcing their way onto the onto the show here. Um, do you know what? I should have I left this up, actually, so you could just see the the, 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 the real computer browsing just to, just to match the film. Oh, my show oh, yeah. working. Oh, my show working. <laughs> Oh, no, so this is, this oh, is just like, like in the film. Just like in the movie, yeah. Although yeah. <laughs> uh, copyright people are going to come out, so I'm going to turn that off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so no, it, it's um, it's inventive in ways. I, I don't necessarily think every every demise, as it were, is as good as it could be. Well, you know what I was thinking is you could probably show this on like network tv and i don't think you really have to edit out that much like i, I don't mm. I, re- I don't remember in the first one if there's a lot of swearing but i think there's maybe a little more blood but you know it's like uh it's a relatively you know not very gory movie there's like a few parts but otherwise you know the tension is mostly you know built in in the situation and stuff yeah. there isn't really a you know a lot that you would have to take out yeah i agree with that um we and I was looking up the director as well, actually. The director, writer and director is, um, what's his name here? Steven Sisko, who, this is his first movie directing, but he's he's written some movies. Do you know, do you know what he's, he's worked on a script for? What's that? The phenomenal Texas Chainsaw 3D. Wait, that's the, is that the one we like? Or no, we like That's the one we like, beginning? yeah. That's, that's, okay. uh, that's uh, what's her face? Um, oh, God. Daddario? Dadar- yeah, Alexander Daddario. Yeah. That's, that's that okay. one. <laughs> That was great. Uh, well, that's cool. Oh, wait, uh, did, did he actually write it or he just wrote a treatment for it? He wrote the story. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, side note, I just started reading uh, this movie called uh, – or <laughs> I started reading this book called Midnight Movie, uh, which is actually written by Toby Hooper, and it's actually quite good. Uh, mm. R.I.P. <laughs> yes, R.I.P. Um, don't have to say that every time you mention him. It's, it's been a while since he died. <laughs> I, I respect the man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so no it's it's good it's funny because we can't really talk about that much without spoilers because it's it's, it's yeah. so like plot driven um mm-hmm. but i will say there's some neat little tricks in here the, the main character's girlfriend who he's, he's talking to over skype is deaf and there's a lot of the plot is about him maybe not committing to learning sign language and it's used in a very creative way as a plot device later on in the movie which mm-hmm. i thought was really neat yeah you know there's a lot of like interesting 
uh, things in this where it kind of seems like it would be a very simple movie to come up with. Like, I'm sure there's probably a lot of idiots who are like, I could do that. What, you just throw up a Skype screen and just have some people talk? But then, you know, there's a lot of stuff that plays into each other and calls back. And I'm always really impressed with that stuff when, like, you know, they'll take a previous conversation or something or play it back and it'll have, like, new meaning or they'll bring back up, like, a you know, an app or you know, something uh, from before that all of a sudden will have new context or can be used against them. Uh, that yeah. stuff I think is really interesting. And uh, I liked the the way, let's say, the uh, the bad guy. I liked the way he would communicate. I thought that just kind of looked cool. And then, you know, the way it would, uh, you know, uh, be like erased or something when, you know, someone else is watching or looking in. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that stuff too. Um, I'll say this. I mean, I've not seen Searching yet. Uh that came out this year yeah I, but, I i heard that was good as well but i i haven't seen it either yeah. it's less of a horror movie i don't think it's one that we do on streams i've heard it's more of a, a thriller than a horror but um it's apparently good as well and it's funny i feel like the track record for these computer screen movies yeah. is actually pretty good so far and i think it's maybe like the difference between uh like this and like like regular found footage is it feels like once found footage became popular everyone's just like all right let's just do everything in it like uh it seems mm. like this maybe people are only doing it if they actually have a good idea and if you know the story kind of calls for it to be filmed this way i, I think so if that's I, the case you know yeah I, I think maybe what it is as well is that to do this i mean arguably this should also be true for found footage but i think this requires a smarter script. It requires you to think mechanically of how you use what's on the computer screen to tell your story. And I think that's what I like about Unfriended and Unfriended Dark Web, is that it uses things we recognise to tell a story in ways that we understand that's different from any other movie. Like, there's no other movie I can think of where they tell me a story based on, uh, like you know based on just searching for something like the fact that he used google translate in this for example is like such oh, sure, a slice yeah. of life mo moment because at one point a message comes up in like spanish or whatever he's like oh i don't understand that i was like oh you should and i actually thought to myself oh you should google translate this and he immediately copy and pasted it in google translate yeah. and it's little things like that it's like this feels like a real person <laughs> it feels like a real person because oh, yeah. he's doing he's doing things i would do yeah i i feel like it's either like usually People will, you know, like try to use the internet, but then it's unbelievable. Like remember in a, what is it a, uh, the, like the Bye Bye Man, he does an internet oh, yes. search and like nothing comes up. And it's like, anytime you Google anything, at least something will come up. Which to be fair, uh, did technically happen in this movie. He Googled a name and it did at least say, did you mean this? But there was, yeah, no, exactly. there was no results for it. Yeah, uh, but uh, I feel like it's either they do that or they do something unbelievable where they just have like some weird app that, you know, does something or mm. uh, that no one's ever heard of <laughs> or something like. But yeah, like you said, it's cool that they're using real stuff and doing stuff that yeah you would normally think to do if you're using uh, the Internet. Yeah. And again, I'm sure someone who's really savvy, really tech savvy and actually like a hacker or whatever could probably point out flaws in this. Uh but for someone who doesn't, it seems fairly, you know, believable for the most part. Um, yeah. There, there, there was one visual thing that kind of bugged me with uh, something on some of the webcams that felt like I get what it's supposed to okay. be and how it, how it's supposed to work, but it just felt a bit just ah, we'll do this because it's creepy. Sure. <laughs> you know, as opposed yeah. to actually <laughs> feeling as down to earth as a lot of the other stuff, but um, yeah. you know, it is, it is what it is. It, yeah. 
yeah, you give it a, like a little bit of leeway because like you know it, you know in the end it is still a movie, so it's like uh yeah okay. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, one of the characters. So so there's a bunch of characters. There's the there's a, a lesbian couple. Uh, one one of whom I was bringing up here because she was actually the main character in that Into the Dark episode we watched the 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 body. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, the, the the blood one. That was that was her. Oh, oh, like she was the uh, like the one that was into the killer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, there's the the computer savvy. There's the English guy who's like proper computer savvy, and then there's the the, the sort of the, the kind of annoying one who's like the, the conspiracy <laughs> nut who has his own YouTube show, and then there's uh, the Asian girl. Um, that and that's kind of the characters. And yeah. do you know what I like about that is that I couldn't have remembered any of their names probably outside of one or two of them, but I like that they're all very distinctly like different, so I could I could easily describe them all. Uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah. There was never like a confusion of who was who. There was no two people who looked kind of similar. They were all very different, uh, and that made yeah. it nice and easy. And they and they felt like uh, like they did feel like you know friends though. Like uh, you know, like a lot of times in movies, it seems like people are just thrown together, um, you know, just kind of haphazardly. And sometimes you're like, why would these people hang out with them? But you know, they all felt like you know like friends from college, which I kind of assume that's where they all met or something. Yeah. Cause you know, they seem like they're in you know, different places now, but they have like this kind of history. And like, I was like, Oh, I could like see these people being friends and you know, even like the annoying friend, like maybe seems like a little bit out of place, but you know, it seems like everyone is, you know, like does like put up with his stuff and you know, it's unbelievable I, to me. I think that's what makes it work is there's these little moments where it sounds like they're like, they're used to his shit and they're annoyed yeah. about it. <laughs> Um, or even at the, the time the girl like answers a phone call from her mum and she doesn't mute her mic, she's like, "Oh, I'll, I need to take a phone call," and then she starts yeah. like you know yelling at her mum in Mandarin over the over the phone, and like, the others are all sitting around. Oh my god, she never mutes her mic, so now we have to yeah. sit and listen to her <laughs> screaming over the phone for the next five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, just little things like that. It just it's it's like it doesn't really add much to the story, but it's a little contextual thing that just makes it feel a bit more real. Yeah. So. You know, this is, this is what it is. So I will give a spoiler warning and we'll dive into spoilers now for Unfriended Dark Web. So, so the thing is, right, so you stole this laptop and at first he's like, oh, I bought it on Craigslist. So you may be, and you're like, oh, do we believe him? You know, did he buy it on Craigslist and it just happens to be stolen and that's whoever sold it. Uh, yeah. But it turns out, no, he took it from the lost and found and he eventually admits this to everyone and says that the weird things are happening. People are sending him messages um, and... The, the, the guy he, wants his laptop back basically yeah I, i'm not sure if this is like a real thing but like he keeps getting these message notifications for the facebook user profile even mm. though he's not logged into it which uh, i guess that would be easy probably something easy that a, a hacker could do but yeah uh, yeah yeah um but he 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 keeps getting these messages and He's telling everyone about it, and to the point where he's like, "Okay, there's this weird folder, there's because it keeps crashing the programs, right?" And his tech friends like, "Hey, it's probably the hard drive that's full." And sure enough, it is, but the folder's hidden. So he has to like do a bit of digging to, to find the hidden folder, and it's got all these video files, and they're kind of weird, and just like you know, like security camera footage here or there, like baby camera footage here, that kind of thing. Um, and then eventually, once he tells all them everything. And they start looking into this river program, which is like a dark web communications device or, or app. Yep. They, they and kind I like of... the uh, like visual of it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was like really old school looking blocky text, just really yeah. sort of basic. 
and it's after he gets a message from someone thinking it's like it's the guy who owns the laptop thinking it's we'll call him sharon four right because that's who owns the laptop that's his code name and it's like someone oh i've transferred the money and they, they figure out that this bitcoin is it's worth like 10 million dollars and they're like wait what like what, what is this yeah. and they find this folder and it sounds like and through asking the person on the the, the dark web it's like oh like what what, what what do you want us to do and he's like oh i want you to put something else in the head you know put something if it's something yeah. alive and then they look at the footage of like the newest victim and it turns out to be this girl uh, uh erica dunn erica and they all start getting creeped out and it's like oh wait this is all footage of people getting murdered in various ways this is this is what they're they're paying for they're paying for custom videos of murder um and whoever owned this laptop does this uh so obviously and i was i was starting to get worried here because i was like why is no one yelled out we need to phone the police because at this point just turn it in (laughs) at this point turn it in and just you know explain everything to them and just walk away from it uh yeah luckily someone does say that fairly quickly and then fairly quickly after that is when sharon four starts talking directly to our main character Matthias, and starts saying, "Hey, I'm watching everything." Because this is what I liked about this: it's the idea that he's watching the screen the same way we are. Mm-hmm. I like, I like that little conceit. That that is a very neat little yeah. trick. It's like he's watching the screen; he's seeing and hearing everything just the same way that we, the audience, are because he's watching the laptop feed somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and I think that's really cool. I mean, it's like, oh wait a minute, that's like we're kind of the villain almost in this one. Yeah. We're kind of <laughs> like them, uh, and that was a neat little trick. So. Uh, so then, then he lies and says that this was all a fake. It was all a game because the the killer says, "No, no, I'm going to kill Amaya." Because he, he we see footage of him sneaking into Amaya's place and and killing a roommate, or at least later on he claims he only knocked her out, but it looks like he kills her. Um, and yeah. this was where I had some concerns because there's this effect whenever like someone, uh, from, you know, one of the Sharon's is on screen, there's this distortion effect, right? And I get that it's the idea; it's like a jammer to to like you know uh obscure their identity um mm. but sometimes it really just felt like it was just them and nothing else on the screen that was distorted and it felt a little bit almost like it was getting supernatural the, the way it was kind of treating that a little bit yeah like i was kind of wondering like how <laughs> did they do that and like i'm not very tech savvy so obviously like yeah <laughs> i i you, you could tell me that oh no that's something that you know people can do like you know just with whatever but like i don't know it was fine till up until a point but there was a couple of times where it really felt like it, it was almost like they popped out of existence like it was inv- like, like they weren't there sure. at all and then there'd be like distortion and a little bit of the screen and then they'd be standing right behind someone and it'd be like well okay i get that it can distort the camera to, to obscure, obscure who they are but like it just it felt like no that's, that was that was just straight up magic the, the way you just popped yeah. in behind <laughs> someone like that was just straight up magic um yeah but again a little bit of creative it, license you sure yeah like it's i I understand the criticism like it didn't really bother me but i i definitely get like it it is something that popped into my mind as well i think it's because so much of it feels authentic because they're using real spotify they're using facebook they're using you know all these different things google there's something like that stuck sticks out to me a little bit because it's like oh everything's so steeped in reality up until that point um it's just a bit much but i mean like i say it's not it's not a huge deal um, but he starts lying to everyone because he, the, the killer says he'll kill Amaya if if he doesn't, you know, keep everyone there. If anyone leaves, anyone phones the police. So he he lies and says it was all a game to get them to calm down and not, you know, not not have to, <laughs> as the cats doing yeah. things in the back. Two cats even actually. There's two of them. 
so so no, it, uh, that's kind of where it goes. And um, then he has to convince Amaya to come see him, even though she's mad at him um, because mm-hmm. he's he's been building this program to to help with sign language, but she's pissed because he's supposed to actually just learn how to you know <laughs> do sign language. That, yeah. <laughs> That was the one thing I was a little frustrated at first was um, having you know uh, Matthias and uh, Amaya just constantly fighting and not really knowing why. Like once we kind of found out, you know exactly what the fight was about, I was like, oh, okay, uh, you know this is fine. But there was a while at the beginning where I was getting frustrated because it was just like, all right, what what is going on? Like why are you guys so angry at each other? Like I, I just wanted them to talk, but you know it's kind of it's taking a while to get there. Yeah. Um, what I liked about it, though, which was really smart, is that so there's a bit of a game of like back and forth, right? Where when he eventually gets her to to leave and come see him, because he he makes gives a little speech about how much he loves her and uh, and so on, and she's coming there and she's coming via the subway, and he does that intentionally. He's actually very smart. He does that intentionally yeah. because he knows that when she goes into into the subway, that she'll lose connection, and presumably then the killer following her would also lose a connection. Um, and he uses that to tell everyone else that everything's real and explains exactly what's going on. And it's, it's a really nice moment because as soon as that light blinks out, he just screams at them, it's all real, guys. Listen, and yeah. he explains everything. It's like when that when that feed comes back up and he can see, because I think he starts screen sharing again so they can see her, her uh, you know, camera. Um, and yeah. he says, look, as soon as that comes back on, we have to like play the game. You know, we're playing Cards Against Humanity and we have to act like nothing's wrong. We just have to go because otherwise he's going to kill her. Um, and yeah. he explains that because at one point he even takes all the guy's money into his own account just so that like that's insurance for for erica like you know erica's not dead yet yeah. you've, you've been staking her out but she's not dead so so you know if she's back with her family safe because that's the thing yeah. it's, it's like he's being kind of selfish at first uh matthias because he's doing everything for himself but when he goes to like erica's facebook and sees like her family begging for people for information yeah. to like get her back it's like no i'm going to do something for her as well and he tries to you know yeah, he's negotiate again, well, essentially. Yeah, he he's a good guy, and uh, it's nice because uh, at first you kind of think like, uh, all right, I mean, it, it seems very simple. Just give the person the laptop back, and you guys are good, and you know that's it. But then you add this little extra bit with uh, Erica, where you know, are you really gonna let this you know random seventeen year old girl just? die and not even try to help her and then yeah and, and again it makes some for some more like creative stuff that they can do like you know introducing bitcoin and everything into it and then that kind of you know um gives you a little more information on the killer and you know he starts revealing you know uh hey it's not just me there's this whole like uh, i think they're called the circle or whatever this yeah. you know group of people that uh are sharing these videos and stuff and you know if you anger them then yeah, that's more trouble for everyone. Yeah, because it's after the money thing where he stops distorting his face and just like shows him who he is, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. seriously, they're going to kill both of us if you if you yeah. do this shit." And uh, and I think at this point, uh, like you were saying, when he's explained to everyone that it's real, uh, did Lex already kill herself at that point? Well, not kill herself, but get it's, killed at that point. She's been missing for a while. I think it's during this section where the other Sherons hijack the Skype call and show them. So so they know at this point. They know that oh, yeah. Sharon Four lost his laptop. And they're they're pissed about it, right? And yeah. but so what I was getting and to then, the, the sign language though that I really liked is that eventually it's used in plot because because Matthias starts 
tries really hard, looks at his notes, and tries to just communicate in sign language. The idea being that he can communicate with Amaya, even with them watching. The, the bad guy, all the circle, whoever, he can communicate with her, and theoretically none of them will be able to understand what they're saying to each other, because it's all in sign language. Um, and it, But it was a really neat thing, because it was like, to save her, he has to speak in sign language. And it was just... It was like, okay, so this, this is actually like a little uh, a loophole. This is to, a way to circumvent the fact that they can see and hear everything. Well, you just have to be in a language that none of them can understand. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I just thought it was really a really neat tri- a, a really neat mechanic in the, in the script to, to bring yeah. that background and use that as a way to try and save our life. You know, it's like it becomes important again. Because that's the thing, Amaya never really finds out that there's that much danger beyond a little oh. bit of a warning before the end. Well, yeah, and, and it's kind of funny because the the actual sign language is what you know tries to help her, but then that app that he was making is what mm. <laughs> ends up screwing her in the end. Yeah, because the the bad guys hijack his app that kind of like you can type in words and then it'll do the clips of the sign language pre-recorded, yeah. and it tells her to go into this building, which we recognize from one of the earlier videos, and then it seems like she's she's killed after, um, and yeah. And then one of the things I like too is, um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, it, it kind of negates it by the end. But I do like for a while that we have this one bad guy that wants his laptop back. But then we also have these bad guys in this circle that is hijacking their Skype call when the other guy doesn't realize it. And like, I, I like that there's kind of these like two threats at, at first that they're, you know, trying to avoid both of. Yeah, I, I kind of. I think for me, the, the my my only disappointment with the plot is that there became a point where I was like, "This is all just uh, that this is all part of their game. This is all part of their plan, right? This is all just intentional." Uh, that yeah. this guy who's like saying that he's worried that the the rest of the circle is going to like kill him as well. There's a point where I realized, no, this is all just part of whatever they want to do. And obviously, towards the end, when someone hijacks the screen. And it comes up saying, you know, remote desktop access. Someone else is using it. The villains yeah. are using it. And it says bait laptop. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> right. So th- this was all just their game from the start. Um, yeah. And I-, I guess my only complaint with that is that I feel like after the first one, mm-hmm. and now this one, I would kind of like one of these where they're not all doomed. Like, And I'm not saying I want a happy ending sure. per se, but... Like, it felt like, yeah, no one has a chance to ever survive this. And yeah, I think it's cool that a horror movie can end that way. Like, I, I, you have to have some movies where no one survives so that it feels like that can happen sometimes. But I feel like this, and I'd put this along with found footage movies, no one ever survives those. They're, they're always ending yeah. <laughs> with everyone dying. Every single time. Um, yeah. At least the horror ones, specifically. So it would be nice if like there was actually like because there's a point where i just sort of realized like okay these guys are all screwed there's there's no winning there's no yeah there's no way for this for anyone to survive and come out and i thought the loophole here to give me kind of a happy ending would maybe be amaya like maybe like what he said at once because at one point he tries to convince them that she doesn't know anything so there's no point in killing her kill the rest of his fine because at this point all of his friends are already dead (laughs) just it's just him basically this live yeah it's like just or yeah, yeah. E- either her, her or I thought maybe like Erica yeah. <laughs> might, you know, at, at least <laughs> go free. Because they bring Erica to his apartment at the end and we see that she's got a, a hole drilled in her head. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, that was a nice reference earlier uh, when they are talking about the trepanation thing uh, and uh, or trepanation, however you say it. And uh, I I do like, though, how everything kind of comes together in the end where, you know, they're setting it up to make it look like these people are responsible 
mm. for everything. Like, yeah, bringing Erica to his apartment, having the Bitcoin uh, accounts in his name, uh, you know, the the one guy, Damon, setting, uh, you know, all the, like, downloading all the files to his computer as evidence, but then kind of backfiring. Like, I, I thought that was a pretty neat, clever thing. And uh, I, I'm not sure when I started to realize it, but at some point I did start thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is probably all, uh, you know, a ruse from the start. Everyone's been on it. He was supposed to take it. But um, at, at that point, though, I didn't, it, it didn't really bother me that much because I, I did think it was, you know, pretty well crafted and constructed. And I was, like, along for the ride so much that it, it didn't really bother me that much, the somewhat, you know, predictability of it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, like, I mean, I, I think I maybe used the wrong word, actually. It's not so much the, the predictability bothers me. I think it's the... It's the, the doom. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's the, it's the yeah. part where I realise, oh wait, they, they never had a chance to begin with. And yeah. I, I, I guess there's so many horror movies that have had that feeling you know, over the last couple decades that I'm just at a point sure. now where I'm like, eh, I kind of want at least to believe there's a chance that we could have someone get out and survive and, and win. Yeah, I mean, you know? Yeah, I think, I think I you know, mentioned this before you know, with other movies, but like, you know, even though you know, you like horror and you want the creepiness and gore and death and stuff. Like I still want a happy ending. Like for the most part, unless the characters <laughs> are really annoying, which, you know, maybe in the, the first movie, I didn't mind when people died. Cause I didn't like any of the characters, but in mm. this, I actually did like the characters and would have been nice to, yeah, have like at least some of them live or something. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's not like so much that I need like a, a happy ending all the time. It's just, there's certain movies where I realize early on that this is just one of those movies where no one's going to have any type of like success, yeah. and it's just like, well, it takes a little bit of the the thrill out of it in a little way, but um, <laughs> it's a minor stuff. But I mean, to to get to some of the other things, there's, there's a at one point, um, one of the the, the couple, um, uh, was it Nari, she leaves, uh, she make they make an excuse for why she's not there, and she actually goes to the subway to try and get Amaya, and. It comes up with a choice because the girlfriend or the the fiance, the fiance rather, mm-hmm. her her mum is dying in the hospital, and she's given a choice between the dying mother and the the, the partner to for who to kill, and she refuses to choose. And maybe I'm just a cynical bastard, but I, I said to myself like, well, your mum's dying anyway. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I, <laughs> I I I hate to think the same way, but. I mean, at the very least, choose someone. Like, I know it's super tough, but, like, you know, I would... You, you want to at least choose to let someone live. And I get that in the moment, you're really... You're, your emotions are running high. You're not thinking necessarily completely yeah. logical, but... And it is kind of cold, but I'm like, your mom's much older, and she's already dying of cancer. Like, out of the two, yeah. it's the obvious choice. And yeah. what do you think is going to happen if you don't choose? They're just going to kill both, right? They may right, kill both yeah. anyway, but at least choosing <laughs> might save one of them. Like I, I, I don't know. Yeah, as well as uh, but yeah. So that, that's that's the thing. She gets shoved in front of a train, um, and that's a that's a whole thing. Uh, so you you were you were referencing um, AJ's death, the the the, yeah. the, the, the kind of annoying guy. Uh, he gets swatted essentially. Um, yeah. Where I mean, it's it's more specific than that. It's rather than just calling a threat. They 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 clip together. Um, clips of his voice saying various things to make it sound like he's going to go and commit a mass shooting so a SWAT team show up at his house um and and it's, and it's really I like I just uh, I liked how this was all done like it's you know uh anytime you kind of start to see the other people popping up in the Skype chat it you know it's a very like cool like oh man something's about to go down and mm. then I like that 
like uh i mean i didn't really know exactly what they were going to do at first so once they start showing clips of his like uh you know uh youtube videos and stuff it's kind of like all right so where are they going with this what are they doing and then you know once they start calling 911 and then playing the clips and you're like oh shit and then yeah. it's just you know very like smart inventive way to death or, or way to kill and then it's uh <laughs> way to death and yeah i deathed someone um <laughs> uh, but yeah then, and also man it's um i think for me though this was like maybe like one of the I'm trying to think where the words but like uh it, it was kind of hard to watch though just thinking though like fuck like this, this is a thing that people actually do like which is so shitty like yeah, I, I can't believe it when the SWAT team's coming in they're all just yelling at them just lie down on the floor so when they come in you're just yeah. lying there that nothing bad will happen and they'll, they'll find out that nothing was going to happen right it'll be fine uh but he sort of slowly get up the stairs he wants to go up and speak to them uh and then the the, the, the Sherons actually hijack his computer again and they play very loudly the sound of a gun clicking yeah shotgun click yep. um and, and even like in the beginning of the movie, he references like, oh, like check out these new speakers I got, yeah. like the sound so good and so loud and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, um, so he, he gets blown to smithereens. He gets shot multiple times, and uh, they're all in shock, of course, from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the movie, because because eventually, of course, uh, Matthias tries to leave to go find Amaya, and he leaves his computer on and. He's left it on because, uh, what's his name, Damon, the, the computer guy, he, he's like trying to download everything still, so he's like, leave your computer on so I can get get it all. Um, and then he eventually gets gets hung uh, in his apartment, and the, the, we see them writing a suicide note, like sort of saying, oh, we've done, me and my friends did an awful thing, uh, you'll find the, the, the evidence here, and it's all the stuff that he's downloaded and all that. But Matthias is on his bike, and he's on his phone, so we're looking at him from his phone camera, and then eventually we get like picture in picture with the street camera as well, and they basically put up a vote like for all the people watching this. It's like this is people watching this game night, um, game night fourteen I think the number was, and twenty three thousand people vote. There's twenty three thousand people watching this, <laughs> and like ninety percent of them say no, he shouldn't live. And then immediately a van comes in and hits him, and yeah, that's the end of the movie. But outside of the fact that the camera pulls back from the computer screen. And we see, like, Sharon 1, presumably, and we see, like, all the other Sherons and all the other places all kind of smiling at the camera. Uh, it was yeah. better than the end of the first one because it wasn't, like, a bullshit jump scare. I did think the yeah. smiling at the camera was a little bit over the top. You know, it was a little bit, hey, look how creepy we are. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. It, did, yeah, it, it didn't bother me that much. I feel like maybe they could have come up with, like, a little bit of a better death uh, from mm. Matthias, like, I mean, it was already stupid that he was just like stopped on his bike in the middle of the road. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I know he got a lot going on and everything, but I was like, just you know, pull over to the side or something. But uh, I, 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 like, I don't know. I think for me, I, I I think one crazy person who's who's really good at doing all this is creepier to me than oh, there's like thousands of people all over the world who are all working together to to do this thing. Yeah, it was a it was a lot like the. You know, I, I think the numbers like you know looked like it was you know like something like twenty thousand or maybe it, it was even going twenty three thousand three thousand people void yeah yeah like th- that's too many like I like I do like the idea of like you know the circle this kind of menacing like Illuminati kind of group I, I do like that idea but yeah <laughs> I don't want it want it to be like that big like yeah made just a few people would be fine like i feel like you have to have at least more than one because like you know you need to have at least someone in you know england or wherever uh you know damon was um 
mm. you know, to because uh, you know that was one thing that you know they're like, all right, well, you're safe because you're, you know, you know, over uh, in the UK or whatever. But I, I think like yeah, we could kind of tell like, all right, he's not safe. There's gonna yeah, be someone not, there. Too. He's not even remotely safe. No, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> they've got people so, everywhere. Yeah, so I, I like that they you know have like different operatives and stuff. But yeah, I, I think it's a little too much. Yeah, uh, no, I like I still like the movie a lot. Like I, I don't want to come down too too negative on it. Sure. I, I think yeah. for me, just in the last act when it kind of revealed more and more of this stuff, I like some of it. I like the sign language being used. I liked all that kind of thing. Um, but the 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 actual people behind it got so big and whatever that I I just it lost some of the creepiness to me and felt more like a conspiracy thriller than it did, like mm. you know. The, the horror movie element i guess that i like it just yeah it's just, it's just i guess it's just a taste thing in terms of what i th- i find to be actually interesting and creepy as opposed to you know because it, it was it was reminding me of um uh that, that emma roberts movie that i watched last year oh uh nerve yeah yeah but it's they're all yeah. playing the game where they all like vote for them to do like a dare essentially yeah. um it reminded me of that a little bit at the end i never finished it yeah <laughs> it's okay like it's yeah. it's not as bad as it sounds at first, but it's also not the, the greatest. The ending's a bit weird, um, yeah. but it's, yeah, I no, but it's just, it's pretty good. Like it, like it, it still uses a lot of the moments really smartly. It uses all these different mecha- mechanics to to tell its story in a different way that's fairly unique, um, and it didn't feel too old because it's the second movie. It, you know, it felt like they were doing fresh enough things with it and doing slightly different things. Yeah. Uh, the threat being different was a really good, good idea. Um, as far as far as comparing to the first one, it's kind of funny because I, I would agree it's probably better in an objective way because the characters are more likable and I, I maybe cared more about saving Amaya than I did like saving anyone in the first one. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if the first one got as convoluted with its uh, plot. I suppose. Sure. As it, uh, well, as it went on. Well, well, let me ask you this: uh, yeah. What would you rather have the the bullshit jump scare at the end of the first one, or the you know kind of pullback, you know, non creepiness of, of this one? I guess this one. I think though, if you mm. just cut the jump scare at the first one, I'd prefer the end of the first one more. Yeah, I think uh, o- overall, I think I like this a little better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, you kind of mentioned it before. It is always kind of hard, like you know, it, it'll make it seem less unique since this was the second one. Um, you know, even if they are doing different stuff, but just the fact that it is still the, kind of the same, you know, gimmick that it's all on a computer screen or whatever. Uh, but I, I definitely enjoyed the story and the characters a lot more in this. Um, so I, I, I think I would like, uh, you know, I, I still do like the first one, but I think I would nudge this one up just a little bit more. Well, it sounds like we're rating it, Tim. What are you, what are you rating yeah. it? Uh, I think for now I'm going to give it uh, I was kind of thinking between either an A or maybe even an 8.5 because I really liked it when I watched it last night but uh, I think I'm just going to give it an 8 for now maybe let it sit for a while Um, but I I don't know because yeah there was a few like iffy things like you know kind of went over but uh, overall though I was you know really impressed by it and uh, I liked it quite a bit yeah, um, I think I give the first one an eight, um, and I think given talking through it and like thinking about it more, I, I think remembering because the first one, I I hate the jump scare moment at the end when it like takes it comes away from the laptop and we get this like stupid ghost jump scare. I hate that moment with a passion. Um, yeah. 
but I because I actually think that the ending would not only be better without it just because it's a bullshit scene, but because I like the idea that the girl, the main character, had to live with what happened because of what she'd done. Because everything was her fault. And it was like a really good character beat for her. Um, and I really liked that. And it is kind of ruined by the jump scare moment. But I think I still kind of like the first movie overall because it's... Because it kept it simpler, I guess. Um, but I, st- I still like this one quite a bit, though. I like how it changes things up. I like how the threat's different. Um... I like them finding the footage and being like, oh, what the hell, where did this come from? You know, I like the idea that this is someone else's laptop and it's like, oh, wait a minute, there's all this creepy shit on here. Where did this come from? Who who owned this? What were they doing? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'll go with 7.5. Like, I still liked it quite a bit, um, but I'd, I'd put it a nudge below. Just a few things stopped it from being completely great, I think, for me. But, yeah. uh, That's right. But there you go. Uh, so that that is Unfriended Dark Web so we're pretty positive on it uh, let us know what you thought of the movie if you've seen it in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the Twitters at Mail underscore Fuzz get us on the Twitters of course at Screams Midnight it's very important yes were you going to say something Tim looked like you were uh, oh no I was going to say you know I was kind of bummed that uh, you know we didn't get to do this earlier because uh, I would have totally been down to go see this in the theatres but I think it was like in the theaters for like a week or something out here like it was mm. you know it was one of those ones that was gone but yeah you know. the, the, there was a reason why we didn't do it i can't remember what it was but there was a reason why we couldn't do it when it when it hit theaters yeah i, I think maybe there might have been a difference between release dates and then but also yeah just the fact that it wasn't it wasn't around very long yeah uh i think it was also right in the middle of when we were like stacking lots and lots of episodes for October. Oh, sure. uh yeah. but yeah so uh, get us on patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here uh, it helps us out a lot you get some bonuses and you can feel warm and fuzzy on the inside uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching uh, or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies and we'll see you next time <laughs>